0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being for busy working mums and women in business and beyond who are seeking to unplug from their worries and overwhelm to light up with insights and joy. I am Marina Pearson, your host, mum and effortless lifestyle coach. On this week's episode, we're doing things slightly differently. Welcome to the guest episode where I support a special and busy mum in business and beyond to get insight into an area of her life that she feels stuck in. And today I've got some amazing news. You can now order your very own version of The Joy of Being book, supporting hardworking mums to stress less and live more. If you're the type of mum who is struggling with the burdens of motherhood or modern day life, then this will be a perfect book for you. If you're curious, you want to know more, and you want to see what's up with that book, you can do so at www.MarinaPearson.com order. On today's show, we have the beautiful Emma Burns. Emma is a colleague and a reflexologist, as well as a coach. She's also a beautiful human being that lives in Wales, that wants to help mums um, in disadvantaged areas. So she came on today uh, for us to talk about how she was feeling in terms of money, in terms of her relationship with her parents, and in terms of how she feels um, when she's being a mom. It feels like she can't provide and worries a, b- a lot about that. During our conversation, we talked about all of the things that she felt were making her worried or upset. And... It was beautiful to see that over time, she got really settled down, really quiet, and got to see quite a few new things that she hadn't done so before. Her resilience, her ability to know what to do. So that those moments where she does worry about how she's gonna put food on the table, she knows that she's actually always got the answer. So if you do worry a lot about your kids, um, if you worry about money, if you're constantly worried about getting it wrong as a mum, then this is going to be a great episode for you. But anyway, regardless of that, just being able to see how someone transforms in just a gentle conversation, being guided uh, by someone else to get them to see where their experience is really coming from is always an amazing opportunity to learn and grow. Enjoy. So on today's show, I have the beautiful Emma Burns. Emma, I, I've seen you on Facebook and then like dialoguing with people and then people that I know. And then Laurie invited me to her page or Facebook group and there you were. So here we are. And I guess I reached out to you because I felt like maybe there was something that I could support you with. And then it sort of turned into, well, how about it could be, you know, the coaching guest special that I do every month on the podcast, The Joy of Being. So I Welcome Emma, lovely to have you.
1: Hello, our pleasure, thank you.
0: So what would you love to focus on today that would make a really big difference to you, for you to get more clarity on? I think a lot of what I've been kind of going through lately has been,
1: um, I'm trying to think of the best way to word it actually, I felt particularly very recently, I kind of feel that I am going through some form of transition. Um and I often get like this when I'm when I'm going through it, like it's a kind of two, you know, backwards and forwards kind of thing where I'm not sure what to expect or what have you. But very similar to how I put in the um the the live I did yesterday in Laurie's group was that I'm I'm feeling a little bit I felt a little bit lost lately, and i 'm not being very sure i've been feeling quite guilty then you know i 've been feeling quite guilty as my role as a mother as a wife as as a reflexologist you know i 've been taking things quite personally because you know for us in our situation our family situation we 've just had a few difficulties in the last couple of years where it 's involved um cash flow where cash flow has been quite difficult and it 's just gone more and more difficult as the years have progressed and it's that side of things that i'm noticing i'm taking personally about what i'm doing and that's why what, what what i'm often looking at quite a lot of the time is that i think that when i haven't had clients or a certain amount of clients that it's something personally to do with me
0: and what I do as opposed to what's actually going on.
1: Am I making any sense here?
0: So let me just see if I've understood this correctly. I feel like there are two things going on. Mm -hmm. There's the transition piece, which I don't know if it has any relevance to the financial piece. And then there was a guilt piece. Now, Mm -hmm. the guilt as a mum, feeling lost, um has that got anything to do with the financial side and if so yeah. could you could you tell me a little bit more about that
1: yeah I think um what I'm noticing is is that um there's always been for me it always feels like I've had like um a trigger if you want to word it like that with money so like a kind of how I mentioned uh, previously was that in some ways I see money as almost like a phobia <laughs> um, and so what, what means to you, how do you, like, what's your experience around money? It, my experience around money is that we that is that it's there one minute and then it's literally gone the next and then it's there one minute and then it's literally gone the next. And I know that's kind of how in a lot of ways cash will go. You know, you have it you need to obviously you can have expenditures and what have you, but what what I've found is is that particularly when I was growing up, um with my parents, bless them, you know, they did their absolute best in many ways, but they were so worried and concerned and frustrated and, and worrying about money all of the time. I just remember it being quite intense around me. And I remember things happening where it meant that the money that we didn't have meant that we lost our home. Mm. Um, And I remember you know, when I found out that we'd lost our home, it was literally, I I mean, at this point I was 18. So I wasn't a a small kid at this point. I was 18. I was in um, the sixth form. And so I'd gone back to school for further education. So in the evenings I went, I did cleaning so I could earn some money for myself. And I remember coming home um, and I went into the living room. My parents were crying. My my mum was crying and she just said to me, you need to pack all your things. We've got to get out of the house by tomorrow. Mm. And, um, I won't go into too much detail about that because
0: could take a while but um so what's your internal experience around money because what I'm I understand that money comes in it goes out money comes in but what what does that what does that conjure up for you inside like is it stressful is it yeah yeah it It
1: feels stressful I've always felt that um that I've I've kind of held this thing inside me that I'm just not somebody who can manage money well um I'm not like almost as if like it's like I've convinced myself it's something that's genetic <laughs> you know and I think what happens is, is certain things have happened in 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 my experience as being a parent which isn't the same at all as what I've experienced as a child but it's triggered me into assuming the same things are going to happen so like what that you'll lose the house our house and um that I can't afford to feed the kids I mean I was never in a position where we never had any food or anything growing up but I just remember my parents you know they used to drink a lot when I was younger and I you know I to be honest half of the reason why they drank a lot was because they were trying to take run away from the problems they were having and I remember at the time being 18 not very young but not very old either and just thinking if you knew we were going to lose the house you shouldn't have been going out drinking and I just took things really personally and I really nailed into laid into my parents about the situation we were in and I just said you know you are to at, at blame for this and unfortunately both my parents died quite young my dad died not very long after that that happened it was a couple of years later and the difference between the thing is is at the time I didn't see this it's only now as an adult once we lost the house and we we got rehomed and and what have you the difference in both of my parents changed dramatically they weren't as stressed i never heard them argue anymore they still drank in the evenings but they drank at home they would have but it wasn't the same as what it was and their connection with each other was stronger but very shortly after that my dad died of a massive brain hemorrhage so just as they were starting to enjoy life and start to let go of some of the things that they had they'd held on to for so many years. He he died.
0: And what I'm not understanding quite right now is why is that relevant to where you're sitting right now?
1: I think the reason why it feels like it's relevant is because unfortunately in the last couple of years my husband hasn't been very well and a lot of the difficulties he's been struggling with both physically and mentally has been around money.
0: So the loss of money that we've had. Right. But I'm still not understanding what is the relevance of of your parents' situation and your situation. Like why, why are they like, why are they even connected? Like why is there such an important connection for you with this? Because what I'm hearing is, is, That this was their story, and somehow that story is going to translate into my story. That's what I.
1: Is that your fear? Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the fear, right? (laughs) Right, cool. That's kind of what I wanted to understand. So it's like that happened to them, and I'm just really fearful that that will happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, So you mentioned guilt, and I'm not sure how this all fits in. Hmm. You mentioned guilt as a mum. But has this got anything to do with what we're talking about, or was that? Yeah, just-
1: yeah, just because the stress, because it plays on my mind and I get stressed, then I end up snapping and just okay. being a mum, doing things that you know, look, you know, mum
0: do get snapping. Oh, yeah, I know. I, yeah, <laughs> Regardless
1: yeah. of yeah. this, so I'm not saying it's just about that, but I notice that, particularly when those things are on my mind and I'm paying them a lot of attention,
0: I then don't turn it, but at the best for my children right. and then- understood. So, so this this looks really real for you. Yeah this situation looks really real. It looks like it's going to happen to you too. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And then this transition thing, is that relevant to this conversation? Was that just something that you wanted to, because you're talking about your own transition. Now, I don't know whether that was relevant to what we're talking about here. Mm. It it might.
1: I don't, to be honest, I don't know. I'm just noticing that at the moment I'm, I often feel like this when when it becomes a bit more clearer to me, when something's becoming more clearer. mm.
0: So, so, interestingly enough, right, we, um, my, my, I don't know what comes to mind is the sense of like history, right? History, his story, somebody else's story. Yeah. Past doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. But we are amazing human beings and we tend to like bring the past into the present and then mm-hmm. think that somehow it's got something to do with this future that yeah. hasn't even like happened yet, right? Like, it's incredible. We have this capacity to, Imagine ourselves into situations that yeah. haven't even happened yet, right? Based totally. on something that happened to somebody else, even yeah, something that hasn't even happened <laughs> or, or has happened, but it was- right,
1: but to somebody else, like it's yeah. not even anything to do with you. No, no. <laughs> I, 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 mean, the thing is, is sometimes I don't know if I relive it because I feel guilty now. Because <laughs> well. when I say the guilt, to be honest, a lot of the guilt often comes from the place I'm in now as a parent to how I was when my parents were going through it and the way that I assumed I knew better. (laughs)
0: I know, it's so it's like, <laughs> it makes sense. I know, I And
1: I was horrible. I was absolutely mm-hmm. horrible to them, and the things I said. I mean, I mean, a lot of it was just me in fear at the time. But I remember thinking really horrible things, like I would never put my children through all of this, and I would never do that, and I would, you know, I was doing that typical hypothetical mother. <laughs> You know, this, oh, yeah, yeah, I've done that too. Like, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: it's really, my it children will never do this, and I'll
1: never do that, and I'll never raise my voice, and I'll never, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I just, <laughs> and I just, but at the time, it wasn't just like little nitpicky things. I was, I was really angry with them, and uh, you know, and yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely, I've made peace a lot with them both passing, um, very young, and, um, but, you know, the process of it was letting go of those things. But I was letting go of those things to them because I knew they didn't do any, any harm to me. They, none of it was intentional. None of it. It was just them trying to figure out life. And that's just what happened. And it worked out absolutely fine, to be perfectly honest, in the end. So, I, And the thing is, is I know that. I knew that actually out of all of it, not at any point was I not safe because I can see that now. But it feels different me seeing that now as a parent and then that overwhelming me that this is something that might happen to my children, that is where it's bothered me most. Does that make any sense?
0: Well, it does. If you think that your feelings are coming from something that it hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. If, and I know it hasn't.
0: But here's the interesting thing. When we say we know, we can know that intellectually, but we haven't seen yeah. something to have help us move through it, right? There's a, there's a difference between... The know in the internet, yeah. which yeah, I know. Mm. There's a, there's a sort of energy towards that, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Versus I see, and yeah. there is knowing. Yeah, that's 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 it, and that's the bit that's mm. annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, say different I want words. To see I want to see through this. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what comes to mind is really interesting. So there's a chapter in my book. um which is called Breaking Away from the Money Trap. And one of the things that I talked about in that story I had was this moment where I had a massive epiphany around money. Mm. So my situation is very different to yours, but it's relevant in the sense of the context. So my dad was somebody who um, was very scrupulous with his money. Mm -hmm. He invested very wisely and then found it very very hard to spend it or to let yeah. go of it right so there was this willingness to want to but then when it came to actually doing it he would get really tight really insecure and then basically go no no I'm not gonna give you an example so there was one Chris, one Easter where he said to me oh are you gonna come to ski blah blah blah. and I said like I can't I don't have the money if you want to invite me then that's not a problem he's like fine very fine that that's fine I really want to see you so everything's great come go there and and um, the next day, you know, I say, yeah, I, I need some money to go to ski. Mm. And he goes, well, why didn't you bring any of your own? Blah, blah, blah. And so there was this constant, like, I want to, but I, I can't, like, constantly. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't aware that when I inherited the money, it was a massive, it looked to me like a huge burden. I used to go into massive sweats to spend anything. Mm. Right? And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm sweating. This is a burden for me. This is not something that I'm enjoying. Um, and I was in that for like two to three years, reliving my dad's story that I didn't even know that I was reliving. Yeah. And it was this amazing epiphany where I heard in a session and the epiphany was, You're living your dad's story. It's not yours. And that was a major revelation to me because I thought I was living my own story. But I just borrowed my dad's for a while. And what then happened was this this massive amount of space. I felt like a whole bunch of thinking had just dropped away. And there was a space that had been created. And in that space, I heard another voice which said, what's your story going to be? What story would you like to tell about money? How would you love it to be? What new story would you love to create that isn't based on anything other than joy? So where are you right now, Emma?
1: What I'm noticing is, I think the reason why I've not seen the joy or felt the joy is because I'm still looking outside myself. You're still looking what? I'm still looking outside of myself.
0: Hmm. beautiful breathe I find that when
1: I, when I get really 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 up in looking outside of myself I start to do things that are not me it's no I keep thinking it's an offence to others because I'm trying to follow what they're teaching me but it isn't me so then I start feeling guilty again because I'm thinking well I've asked this person for help. Like I'm trying to follow this program or this challenge or, and it's usually challenges where it's very, very intense. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, it's not that I can't do it. It's just whilst I'm doing it, I feel really, really like, I feel uncomfortable with them because in that moment I'm searching so much out of myself. It leads me then to think that I, that's when I get more caught up in, in, in thoughts about whether I can trust myself. Whether I can trust my own judgments, whether I can, because I'm looking around and thinking everybody else is doing it like this and it's working for them. And I, it's not that it, it's a case of it working or not. It's just not what I'm connected to at all because I have the answers within me. I'm just not listening to them.
0: Well, well that's a really great, great insight. Oh my God. Like the cool thing is though, that our body is so wise beyond what we can even comprehend. Those moments where you feel insecure just letting you know that you're just looking in the wrong direction right yeah what you've just been talking about they're not anything to do with you or how you are and what you are or anything like that they're just letting you know that you've just gone onto the rumble strips of the road and you just need to come back to the center again they're there to wake us up there are alarm systems to let us know that we've just gone off course yeah but they say nothing about who you are what you're about and what you're capable of. That's just a little misunderstanding that we all have.
1: Yeah. Definitely. And it ju- it just so happened that within within that space where I noticed I was going off track again in those kind of directions, mm. there was just things that were happening that were gonna happen anyway, probably they needed to happen because there was yes you know, well, you know, there was wasn't anything that personal. But at the time I just took it very personal because it it did revolve around elements of money and then the kids being sick and maybe sick and having to cancel people, you know, what it's like being self-employed. It's not nice having to, to jig people around. And, and it was just in those moments, I find that the more off track I go, the more then I will end up being sick, you know, and it's, it's all happening for, for good reason,
0: as opposed, as opposed to the exact opposite of what I might be seeing in that moment. But, and it's like the story, you know, like, um, I don't know if you've heard it, um, it gets banded around, I guess, through the community, but um, the, the guy who's totally not inebriated <laughs> and goes out and looks for the keys underneath the lamppost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. along and says, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking for the keys. And they're like, well, where did you last see them? Oh, over there in the dark. What are you doing <laughs> right now? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> to hear, right? So it's, it's the most normal thing in the world for him when we get caught up in our own thinking to think that it's got something to do with the outside world but I love the fact that you've seen this for yourself Emma that Mm -hmm. that you have this capacity to see and listen you've just shown me that you've just illustrated that very very clearly that you do listen because you've just seen something so you do listen
1: Mm, I do I do listen I think what has been going on in the last it's been literally probably about three weeks where I felt really really unsettled and quite cross, and angry and frustrated and sad and blah 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 was that I was seeing it then I was just refusing to pay any attention to it
0: (gasps) that is why it was so frustrating we can notice right notice and then go look I'm over here yeah
1: Yeah, it was literally like uh, that's what I mean I was not trusting myself I was okay and then it was it was like I kept thinking that it was ego screaming louder at the time that you know because I was hearing you're not good enough you're not this but it wasn't that at all really it was that I knew and I just refused to accept that I I did know what was right for me I did know that what I was doing was absolutely fine the way I was doing it, and and that the minute I went off track of that, well, everything went off track. of it. it all it was like the carriage came off the off the rails, and then everything fell out of it. You know, it was just it was just. And I get I noticed that um, since in the last couple of years, in particular, regardless of anything that's gone on between in, in my family life, where it has been very complicated, like. Having, when I'm not battling with my own wisdom, I don't need it to be any different. Mm. It's only when I'm battling with my own intellect, intelligence, wisdom, all of that, that that's when the same thing is a million times harder. That's a slight exaggeration in some respects, but that's how it feels at the time is that it, it, in that moment, it feels like I need something to change in order to change how I feel. And yet I don't, when I really have a minute to look at what's going on, I think I don't need anything categorically to change. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It says, "There's nobody like you." So yeah. I, I, I bought this snow globe um, to remind me that that we all have this, and that yeah. we're either in life or in our heads. It's either one or yeah. the other. There's, there's no, there's nowhere else we can be. Isn't that a relief, though, to know that we're either in the present moment or we're not, and that's all that's ever going on? Because you're. Hooked up, connected to the same wisdom, (laughs) the same source of intelligence as everything. As everything. Mm. As the most, like in nature, the universal intelligence of nature, you have that in the sense that you've got that connection to it. You are made of that, even. You're made of that intelligence. You're made of that. We're just universal intelligence and form. The only thing that ever gets in the way of us seeing how we can create more money or how we can create something else is the thinking that gets in the way. And that's it. That's really all that, that's that's all that's ever going on. I can give you an example. So I shared in the group yesterday, didn't I, about this this balcony that I have here in my in my villa. And I've got these cats we brought in because I wanted to. My ex-partner wanted to rescue them, and and I said yes. And and so they've been taking over the, the 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 balcony. I haven't really wanted to go in there, and I have been wanting to do something with it. And then it's like, oh, the cats are still there. And oh mm-hmm. I had so much thinking going on around it, right? And then yesterday, um, I had my next door neighbors. They moved house. And they needed someone to look after their really beautiful table, and I said, "Look, I will take it. Not a problem." And then going, "Oh, it is a problem. What am I going to do with the cats? Oh my is god! This- Where am I going to put them? Oh my god! Maybe I should just tell them not to bring the table over." And we get blah 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 blah. And then I was like, "No, I've committed to this. Let's do this." You know, the most interesting thing—it really wasn't a fuck. It really wasn't a big deal. Like they came, they I cleaned I clean the area. Cats are in one part. We've got a sofa there now. We've got like a beautiful table and it's amazing. Like it, I can inhabit now. I can go into the balcony and actually hang out in it. And it's, it's an yeah. incredible balcony. I've had that sitting there for a year and a half. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> I have been seeing the situation very clearly at all. Um, and I've had loads of thinking around it. Now I just took one step in the direction that was frightening me. One step. And I've realized that any time we feel some sort of resistance, it isn't a sign to step back.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a sign to step forward into the very thing that we are resisting. And so I went, right, I know how this works. Any time that I felt any kind of resistance, what do I do? Well, I either step back and believe that that, that feeling is letting me know that I shouldn't take that step forward, Yeah, which isn't true. Or I can go, I'm going to do the very thing that I'm resisting and see what happens. And it literally is, well, that wasn't so difficult, was it? Yeah. (laughs) What was difficult was like all the thinking I had about it. So I've seen this time and time and time again, Emma, that the very thing that we resist is the very thing we need to do and take action and step through and on. Right? So... That piece, once again, is so simple. Oh. (laughs) Let me just... Yeah, so I don't know if that's helped. Does that help?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think... um, I don't know if the... The transitional thing is 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 that it, it's felt as though. Sorry, this trains going past my
0: Don't worry, my I mean, my front doorbell just went, so we're all good. <laughs> it's going
1: now. It's going. But um, I don't know if you can. I can hear you, okay. But I don't know if you can hear me. No, no, no. I can hear you really well. Um, I noticed that um, because this is something that's come up a lot, a lot. Obviously, um, and the more it's been, it's become, I've become more aware of, you know, that again, I was thinking more about the logistics of it. That, um, I'm feeling more conscious that the transition is that these things have been happening again, more and more and more to help me to see, you know, because I was ignoring it and pushing it away. The resistance of trying to believe it, um, well, belief, beliefs or not really because beliefs change, but like I just wouldn't trust myself. And a lot of it was because I just I just thought it was all about me not being trustworthy with many and that I was just really crap with it and um that, you know I'm winging it all the time exactly I know and I'm okay with that to some degree and when I when I really have a minute to to be peaceful and just breathe and I go for my walks and stuff and when I have that like you were saying in your life the other day about um you slowing down and going for more walks and spending time with friends when I do that I am so much. I'm, I'm. I am more me than I ever am. You know, and and I don't see why I can't integrate my work into things like that. You know, it doesn't make sense for me not to. Yet somehow, I I've led myself to believe I can't do it like that, and it's just not true. And you can do it any way you want,
0: and exactly all one big experiment. Anyway, right? Yeah, one big experiment. So. Speaking to this, a very tangible um, example is I've been sitting with, I don't know what my next move is in terms of I've got this online course called Back to Balance in Six Weeks, mm-hmm. Months, right? And I've been sitting with it because we ran the course and it was like, okay, that did really well. Had some amazing testimonials. And it's had an impact and I'm like, okay, good, fine. Right. Well, the usual Marina thing would be, okay, we've run it. That's it. Not going to promote it anymore. Well, that seems pretty stupid. Anyway, so I've been sitting with it going, okay, now what? Well, it needs distribution. Okay. I'm just going to sit so I, I haven't really been acting. I haven't really been doing much. I've just been kind of walking and getting myself into a new relationship and I've just been really enjoying my life, right? And then, lo and behold, as I was not thinking about anything in particular and listening to the amazing Dr. Bill Pettit, and as my mind was really calm and I was driving to see the the new man, oh my god! The answer arrived in the form of collaborating with um, my mental health rocks, and we had a um, Talk today about it, and they're really excited. this Jesse. Uh, it's uh, Leanne McDonald, and um, Leanne, and, and yeah, and and so the conversation turned into something far bigger than we we both sort of intended because they've got a lot of stuff going on um, life. And I said, "Well, I'm more than happy to create the online side of things if you want, and you don't need to do anything." You just let me create and then we sell um, that resource and then you get a 50% cut. That way you generate money for you and, but you don't put any time and effort into it. Yeah. Now I don't, didn't know I was going to say that and I don't know whether (laughs) it will happen or not, but here's what I noticed. I noticed that when I didn't, when I stopped searching for what I needed to do next, the answer just became very clear to me. And the thing is, Emma, you are the same as me. You are the same as somebody like Jamie Smart or Michael Neal, or we all have the capacity to create, innovate, um, because that is what we're built for. We're built for that. We're built to create we're built to take the formless into the form there is no bigger example than having a baby to show us that yeah and that's the same energy that creates money that creates um businesses that creates it's the same energy and you trusted your body to have three kids well, that says to me that you can trust yourself.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I try. I, the thing is, is is there something I come back to quite often when I'm when I'm you know, I when I'm seeing them as separate, it becomes complicated. When I bring them together, oh, yeah. I think, well, hang on a minute. Like with all my with all my children. Um. From the beginning to, obviously not the end because they're still here, but, you know, from 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 conception to birth, I knew what I wanted and I knew what I wanted to achieve and I knew how I wanted things. And I even had, you know, um, disagreements with health professionals about the things that I wanted. And even though I had some elements of it, because I have my daughter at home and um, I had some... Um, ego around, you know, just the typical kind of questions, this might go wrong, What what if this, what if this, what if this. I just knew deep down I could do it. It wasn't about proving anything to anybody. I knew it was the right thing for us, and I knew I was safe. I knew that, in fact, actually... You know, when I explained my experience about having my daughter at home, I was probably more safer than when I was in the hospital because of the type of care that I had and my awareness that I had before. I didn't just pluck this decision out of nowhere. I made sure I researched. I looked at what my body was capable of. I had experience. I I knew enough about my informed choices, which isn't always given out to people. You know, they're not always aware of this. They're not always aware of what they're capable of. So is that somehow, somehow, when it concerns me with business, I think it's something completely separate.
0: It's the same. That
1: is the biggest thing that's got in my way is that I've even said this to people, just even the word business conjures up all kinds of crap
0: in my head. (laughs) What if it doesn't have to be business? And what if it's like creative projects?
1: Yeah. And it's not even just the word business. It's the word coach as well. I get but both business and coach I get really like <laughs> about it's weird
0: yeah I know. I somehow
1: it's make it into meaning. something completely really, that is yeah, yeah totally. that's what makes it difficult
0: I remember and I know that we're the time the time is 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 upon us but just yeah. one last thing I remember sitting in an event and um, me, I used to have this thing where business was different, like it was the exception to the rule, right? Like everything else I, I seemed to sort of manifest, create in the way that I wanted, but the dis- business side was very different. And I remember listening to someone about business and suddenly having this epiphany that it's just like cooking. It's just like cooking. It's one big experiment. Like Whenever I open the fridge and like, okay, well, I don't have any recipe for this. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Pretty much like what I was doing in business is pretty much what I've been doing up until now anyway. Right. And most of the people I talk to are pretty much in that same vein. Yeah. We can only really rely on insight to let us know what we're doing next. And the thing is, is that's the same for everybody. The only thing that gets in the way is that we have clarity in certain areas and other areas that we don't. So geniuses look to us like geniuses because they have clarity in that area. The more time you spend in the area that you're like really freaked out about, the more clarity you will have. I have no idea how to build a house, but my ex-partner does, and he's the one now creating stuff for me here. Why? Because he has a shitload of clarity in that area. Why? Because he's been in the business of it for the last 20x years. Now, if you come to me yeah. to talk about clarity of mind, I can probably help you, but don't ask me to build a house. No. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could actually, like, I've learned a lot. Like, I've learned a lot just by what he's been sharing with me. But if I've got myself involved in that industry, in that business, then, yeah, I would be pretty fucking grounded because I'm using mm-hmm. it every day, right? Now, mm-hmm. I have no idea about reflexology, But I'm sure that you're really grounded in the principles of reflexology and how to do that, right? Great. Now, business, uh, finding clients, getting money in, it's all the same thing. It's all like, well, what if I did this? I don't know. I'm just going to see. What if I did this? I don't know. I'm just going to see. What if I did this? I don't know. I'm just going to see. Well, that didn't work. Oh, well, what's next? It's the same thing it's just a massive big experiment anyway yeah Yeah. Yeah. do you like experiment experimenting i've been experimenting yes
1: i have been that's all i have done really you know i think some things work some things don't um, and some things I've gone back to because I really didn't oh. think I, I, you know, and, and I've gone back to willingly as in not, not as in, oh, I went back to it because nothing else worked. It was, it was because that was working absolutely fine. And I thought I had to change it when
0: I didn't. Do
1: you know what I mean? Yes. Those so. Kind of And so
0: that's amazing that you've seen that.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, when you think, again, why was I trying to make it more difficult? <laughs> because
0: once again, it comes back to the very simple thing of coming inside. And making that the priority above everything else and coming back to the inside because you know better than anybody how to run your own business in the sense of insight it may mean that you might have to have somebody else help you support you facilitate but in terms of what's working for me right now is this okay great well let's stick with what works what's not working well that's not working And it's just like, what's working, what's not working? What do I need to tweak? What do I need to, Mm. do I need to tweak anything? Where is my money coming from? Okay, that's interesting for me. Well, how can I up-level that? You know, it's just, where is the money coming from? Where is the money flow coming from? How can I create more of the same thing? Has this been useful today? Yeah, it really
1: has, yeah.
0: So what have you seen that's really helped you today, Emma?
1: the biggest thing i've seen is <laughs> that element i was saying about when i think i need to change something and i don't <laughs> if that makes sense you know like i'm not saying i don't don't change anything but like i know like um i'm i'm i'm, I'm actually going through training next week um because as as um, a sideline to my business i'm also going to be doing self-employed work with nash with um local with the local um advocacy service for young mothers
0: Amazing. in
1: care yeah and I worked with children in care before and um I had very you know I had a lot of experience with um young mothers in care um well young women and then they went off to become mothers but I know that it's definitely an area where I feel quite connected to because I know that many of them don't have the support that I had you know, a lot of the carers and support workers are paid, which I will be as well. But they just, there's just so many, you know, seven out of 10, I think, have their children removed.
0: Well, it sounds to me like you know exactly in which direction you want to go in. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And obviously I, I want
1: to continue with my reflexology and, 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 and take that into workplaces. And I do know what I want to do. I think I just was trying to fast track it. I was trying to control when it happens and how it happens. And that was when I went right off track because I no longer was caring about what I was doing. I was focusing more on the money side of, yeah, I wasn't focusing on being where I was in that moment. I was focusing about everything else on the outside, the past and the future. It was literally the two opposite ends. I yeah, was... that's kind of what
0: I was hearing at the beginning of yeah. the call. Is yeah. like, it I'm it all that and all that. And now it's kind of like no, oh, I know exactly where I'm going, I know exactly the clarity I have and in fact I, it's been it's been clear all along, I just forgot
1: yeah, and it was and I think the thing is is because it's something i've got to go through quite extensive training for I've had to invest into all of this. I was worrying about the money again, thinking, can, you know, is it worth my investment? Can I really do this? Really listen to yourself. Is this Is what you want? Or are you doing it because you just want to make money? And when I actually sit and listen, I'm like, no, I want to help these people. I can really hear that. I want to help these people more because I know I'm happy with the work that I do, where obviously I charge people and they pay me. I'm, I know they're capable of that. These definitely aren't. Mm. And unfortunately, I don't have enough time to just give a lot of time to it. So I'm glad that I'm being paid not via them, but I'm being paid by somebody else just to make sure I can cover myself so I can deep be there and invest in myself to do this. Cause this isn't going to be a cheap process, but,
0: but what I'm but hearing I'm is, is that's the same energy that you came to your birth, your child's birth. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Like I'm really hearing that. Yeah. I'm really hearing that you're fired up about it and your clarity around it. And, that's where you want to go. That's yeah. what I'm really hearing. And yeah. that's all we can know for now.
1: Yeah. And I was talking to Anka the other day and, and she said the same to me about when I. she was asking me some questions and, and I said I was trying to reach people too far away from me as well because I'm really grounded where I am, where I live. That's one of the reasons why I went for that job as well was because I know there are kids here in my area. I didn't grow up here. I grew up somewhere completely different, but this is my home. And I really love where I live. I live in Cefnili, <laughs> in South Wales, and I have never felt this connected to somewhere. I, 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 it's one of those. It, I love my home so much that I want to come home. Mm. You know, I know when I've had enough, and I want to come home. I like having space where I can leave, but I want to come home. I never felt like that when I was growing up, mm. to where I grew up in. Mm. I never and I never imagined. I haven't forced this upon myself. I I feel that here, so. I've noticed that actually when I when I'm talking passionately I know that I was trying so hard to reach people all across the world and actually I only want to reach people here for now for now yeah for now I feel that you know my my purpose whenever better word for now has been to to really kind of home in on what's necessary for my community beautiful
0: Well, you're pretty clear yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're no longer in transition you're actually out I'm birthed up. you just birthed the, the yeah. you just birthed the, the journey so well done you we've gone from transition into birthing the journey yeah. <laughs> in a matter of a minute it can be like that it's it can fun. be like that and and I really hear you so oh Emma thank you so much for coming on today it was such a pleasure now if anybody wants to contact you how can they do that? Um, I don't have a website at this present
1: moment. However, you can certainly find me on bum, 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 Facebook. Okay, great. <laughs> so, so it's we'll- Emma Burns. Cool. Yes. So there's me, and then there's my page, which is Emma Burns Soulfully You. Um, I am on Instagram, I am on LinkedIn as well. But as you can gather, I've been a little bit unsure about what I want to do. So I've not put a web page together, but that's something that's in the pipe.
0: Well, it sounds like you actually know exactly what you want to do.
1: I do. It's taken me a while. It's taken me a while. And this is it. This has been something that's been off and on for a long time. And I've just felt in the last couple of weeks, what's happened has been like, the, 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 the you know, that's it
0: now. This is you do know it yeah do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I do know yeah <laughs> I do know. so thank, thank you, you so much Emma and yeah. I'll put the link in the in the show notes so that people can actually get in contact with you if they need to fabulous thank you so this week, I wanted to share that I'm launching an amazing course called Manifesting Miracles 2020, with the beautiful Ian Watson. After realizing that manifesting was a really hot topic from the amount of downloads that we got from how to manifest anything that you want on this series, we decided to come together and use our 34 years of experience to create a six-week on-live course for you to create one thing that you want to bring into your life. So anything from relationship to money to client, anything that you have thought to be totally impossible to create in your life, then we're going to give you the space to be able to do that. Now, who's it for? Well, it's for you if you've been striving and struggling to make that one thing happen. We're also going to get you clarity on what that is for you. Plus, by the end of the course, you would have manifested something of your heart's desires that you might have thought that was totally and utterly bonkers crazy that you never thought you'd be able to do. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in and even you know if you've read my book you'll know that there's a chapter dedicated towards this and you want to be able to manifest and make 2020 that miraculous year for you then join me and Ian. If that sounds like something you want to be part of then email me at marina at marinapearson.com putting subject line manifesting miracles and then in the body just ask me for more info and we'll take it from there hope to see you soon and there we have it another amazing episode of the joy of being until the next time remember you are the joy you seek